This is Father Drew Curry from Most Precious Blood Parish in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And Father Matthew Coonan from St. Therese and St. Henry Parishes here in Fort Wayne also. And we are here with you to open up the Sunday Word, looking here, February 7th, 5th Sunday of Ordinary Time. Specifically, the Gospel, continuing the Gospel of Mark here near the end, says that on leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons, etc., etc. He cured many of them. The next morning, they come out to him and uh, say, hey, everybody's looking for you. And he's like, hey, we got to go on to more towns. And he went on, and it said that he was preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. Paraphrase, Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Ooh, I like that he was praying there, too. I should have mentioned that. So he was off in the early morning praying mm-hmm. by himself, too. So staying connected to the Father while he is curing everybody and their mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like uh, I like the gospel, um, how Jesus first heals one person, and then I'm assuming everybody found out about that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, by the end of the day, the whole little town or village is all at the door. They want to be healed, too. And, and then all through the evening, they come with more yeah. and more people. Yeah. I, I think it's beautiful, too. This is not to distract us too much, but he starts by teaching in the synagogue. So the first thing he's doing is okay. teaching. Okay, yeah. You know? And okay. you find this in other moments, too, like with the paralytic, for example, when they lower him down, he's like, my son, your sins are forgiven you. You know, so he's, yeah. he's preaching, teaching, then forgiven sins, and then only later heals so the guy can take yeah. up his mat and walk. And so here as well, teaching first, then uh, I like this trans- transition as well that you're saying that goes like from one individual encounter with the mother-in-law, then to more, and then all of a sudden everybody's coming. And then, yeah, well, and then he's going to all the villages because all the villages are here and everything. The love of God's curing power is spreading. Yeah, and uh, I like what you're saying in the sense that Jesus doesn't come only to heal, but what he's doing is he's coming to he's coming to teach and to preach, and he's here to forgive sins. And then he's healing because he wants to heal, but also his physical healings that he's doing, they are backing up his word, that his word is powerful to forgive sins or the things that he teaches are true. And people come to believe all that, be this kind of unseen thing that he's talking about with teaching or forgiving sins, they believe that because they see the physical healings happening. Yeah, and that's, um, that's like the Gospel of John, you know, no one could do these signs that we see you doing unless God is with him. So yeah, so the signs are to, to give back up to give uh, power to that. But also, yeah, I like that you say that he does also want us healed. And so like his mother, Simon's mother-in-law healed so that she might receive hospitably those in her house. So, right, so then she's able to serve then, which is a really beautiful thing, right? The Lord gives us strength and grace, healing, so that we can live our lives well. Yeah. So he wants us healed. And um, I think another kind of uh, thing to, to point out here is just how many people are suffering so you have all of these people yeah, right. suffering yeah. and Jesus is healing them. It kind of makes me think about the first reading from, uh, which is from the book of Job, where Job talks about mm-hmm. life being a drudgery. drudgery Job, yeah. Job is kind of complaining about life. And uh, he was, Job was someone who suffered greatly. And in some ways he's, he's a representative of all those people coming to Jesus, wanting to be touched and be renewed. So there's just, we should also have this strong sense today of like, a lot of people are suffering uh, in different ways, mind, body, and soul, wanting 
a touch from the Lord. Many people maybe are suffering and don't even know there's a possibility of being healed. And we should be thinking about God's desire or his his heart for us, that God sees our suffering and actually wants to heal us. This is why God became a man, was to give us a different life on earth, a life of interior joy, love, peace, kindness. And I mean, he also wants to save us for heaven, but it's Jesus did come to earth to make life here qualitatively better. And I, th- I think we see that a lot in our readings today. Yeah. And also we should say that, I mean, God doesn't want life just to be simple and comfortable and easy, you know, um, that would be the Christian way. <laughs> so we have a cross to carry after the Lord Jesus. And it's through as well hardship that we grow in our capacity for love and our growth in holiness and virtue. So the Lord does desire to heal us, to bring us strength, but as well, um, there are certain perhaps difficulties or hardships that mm-hmm. the Lord will not completely remove, but will give us the grace and the strength to uh, to carry that cross with the Lord. It's um, kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, I'm probably stealing this. I don't even know who I'd be stealing this from, but it's kind of, I think I've heard it said somewhere that like when you encounter the Holy Spirit, everything changes and nothing changes. It's kind of like life still goes on like normal, but somehow the Lord has either healed a physical condition or a spiritual condition to where you live in that situation totally different and and easier and more joyful and more free. free. Yeah. yeah, so certainly I would say the Lord wants and desires our spiritual healing too, right? So wounds in our hearts, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it takes courage to open up to the Lord in prayer, to show him those wounds, to ask for the healing. Uh, but I do think that's so necessary. And that's one thing I want to encourage just everybody today listening is just to make sure that you do have time where you set aside in prayer to speak with the Lord about whatever wounds or things are there in your heart. And and like you said, uh, Drew, that some people might not even know they're suffering. Sometimes we grow with these techniques of blocking things out to like not go there, but there are certain wounds, you know? Uh, A lot of people have like father wounds or other just like Mm. difficult things that they lived in their youth or things that they need to take that to the Lord in prayer. I, I want to share a story actually. I think this is important. We were in the seminary and one of my seminarian friends, he was a real studious guy, like real good uh, at philosophy and theology. And we were studying philosophy at the time and we were talking about our studies and he said something like, you know what? Like all this philosophy, all this theology, like, you you know, none of this matters. What matters is this. Have you been healed by Jesus Christ? And can you communicate that healing to other people because if not then n- none of this studying matters wow. <laughs> and and he's he was actually a really intellectual guy and so it kind of took me back and uh, I was like whoa and I thought I was like wow he's actually very right like it's not just about ideas and this is what we were mentioning the other week it's not just about ideas but it's about allowing those ideas to penetrate our heart and our life and so like we study philosophy and theology like hey that's all important stuff but as to have right concepts about God and everything. But also like really what it comes down to is Christ wants to heal you and he wants you then to become an instrument to communicate that healing to others. And so I think firstly, we need to make sure that we are open ourselves to find that healing power of Christ in prayer, opening our wounds to him so that we can then become instruments to communicate that healing to others because people need healed people need healed. And so like, how, how do we grow in that ability then, <laughs> I guess? 
Firstly, yes. firstly, we uh, to communicate the healing. I mean, so for for our listeners, for everybody yeah. out there, how, how how do we grow in our ability to communicate that healing to others? Wow. Well, I mean, I think the model for what you're talking about goes right back to Peter's mother-in-law, where she had an encounter with Jesus, and I don't. It says here that Jesus grasped her hand. You don't really know if she reached out her hand or not. But it kind of uh, does fit a lot, a little bit with what Pope Francis was saying in the joy of the gospel. Allow yourself, at least allow Jesus to encounter you. <laughs> so, so it could be that where we take time in prayer to reach out to the Lord, or at least basically to take time in prayer to uh, just ask Jesus to come and, and to start to transform our lives. It takes courage to talk, with, talk about our wounds to the Lord. It takes courage. But that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. He wants us to be able to enter into that dialogue with him. Yeah, we're never going to be healed and we're never going to be able to go and heal others or serve others like Peter's mother-in-law if we really don't have the encounter. And in some ways, I, I mean, to, maybe I'm repeating what I just said, but it, it does take a calling of the Lord to come and to start to act. I mean, we need to actually uh, take time. I you and I were talking a little bit before this, that the encounter with the Lord, being healed by the Lord, is not uh, the same for everybody. Some people mm-hmm. might have an encounter with the Lord in Eucharistic adoration. Someone might go to a healing night. Someone might be at a prayer night with people. Someone could be in their bedroom reading scripture or a life, lives of the saints, and they just take a moment at one of these events to actually start really actually having a heart-to-heart with God and asking God mm-hmm. to come in. I think to myself, uh, when I heard of this prayer, I started praying it, and I really felt like it was effective, which was, which is, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, send me your Holy Spirit and renew me. I mean, when you start getting really specific like that, well, one, we can't even pray like that if God's not actually the one kind of inspiring that prayer anyway. So it's all the, the Lord's already working, even in the fact that we can say that prayer. But once we really start praying like that, we're getting really specific that we want God to come in and do something mm-hmm. awful. Big invitation. And then, and then he does. Yeah. Uh, the Lord, the more specific we get, the more specific the Lord gets. And yeah. so that's kind of what I would say. There's so many different places and ways and events that we can have this encounter and kind of maybe start our deeper healing and... Uh, renewal and faith life and faith sharing but it really does come come down to us taking a moment to start really just talking to God about this and inviting him in yeah and then to close I would just simply say too in that personal prayer with the Lord I remember a wise priest once told me in a moment of like suffering that I was having he said tell Jesus all about it Hmm. tell him where it hurts Hmm. why it hurts explain it to him tell Jesus everything And that really helped me as well, because I think at times we just say like, ouch, you're like, ouch, ouch. Whereas what you're saying is like, no, invite the Lord in and talk to him specifically about what the wound is, about what the thing is, about why you're feeling what you're feeling, what your wound is. And so uh, as well, if you haven't done that uh, with whatever wounds there might be to uh, take that type of a moment of prayer, we explain to the Lord where it hurts, why it hurts, how it hurts, tell him everything. And as well, uh, again, even if you have had certain encounters like that, we can still receive healing power from the Lord uh, throughout our lives. We're going to have those type of experiences. Um, But know this, uh, the Lord certainly desires your healing, your strength, uh, and he wants his grace to enter your life anew. Uh, And so 
spend some time with the Lord in prayer, ask him for that healing, and invite the Holy Spirit, like Father Drew said, uh, to come in through Jesus Christ. May God bless you all.